0: As I've said in previous videos, I'm pretty content with the stocks that I hold in my portfolio at this time, but I think there are some opportunities. I think the market's going to turn back up, particularly in the tech field uh, the second half of this year, and therefore I want to increase my holdings in some of the positions that I hold. So I'm going to be adding some cash to my portfolio and I'm going to target some specific stocks. I think there is an opportunity in the EV field that has that is not a car company. And uh, it's it's a rare earths company. It's uh, uh, MP Materials, and I currently own about 500 shares of it. I own it at about $34.65 a share. It's currently trading at $26.50. I think it's a a a big growing opportunity. And I want to explain to you why I think it is and why I think it's probably a good play to have in your portfolio as we move through the next three to five years. So stay with me on that. Um, I think this is a good one. And it's a fairly fair priced stock at this point that is making some money. So let's take a deeper look right after this. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. The company's name is MP Materials, which stands for Mountain Pass Mining. Uh, They're a California company. They really actually sit a mining company sitting on the border of California. And Nevada. And they are one of the largest sources for rare earth uh, minerals in the world. And rare earth minerals aren't really all that rare. It's just they're hard to extract. And they they weren't real predominant for years in our usage because we didn't know how to use them. But now as we've moved into more of an electronic age, these rare earth minerals, and I'm not going to try to name the the uh what their names they're used for for uh, MP materials. They are uh, used one third of their their production goes towards the electric vehicle market. One third goes towards the wind turbine market, and one third goes towards electronic devices, which includes our phones, which includes um, launch materials for for our military. They are, they are very, very important as we move forward in this technological and electronic age. They make, they, they make small magnets. They're not really in the, um, the battery business that runs the EV cars. Their, their application is more in secondary elements of the electric car business. But what's important is that this business has made a transition. It back in uh, the 1990s, uh, we were in it, and and China was in it, and China basically, in from 1978 through 1995, basically made a commitment. They had some foresight and felt that this was an opportunity for them to take control of an industry. So between 1978 and 1995, China's rare earth materials industry grew at a rate of 40% per year. And that's for roughly 20 years. Um, they at one point came to the United States and um, bought a major company in the United States that was in the business of refining the, um, the rare earth elements. It was called Magna Garnish. And um, they came into an agreement where they would become a partner with the original owners of Magna Garnish. And the United States okayed that, as long as they agreed to keep the operations of the business in the United States for five years. Well, at five years and one day, Magna Ganesh moved to China. And China then conti- continued its strive to control and, and grow uh, to control the, the rare earth materials. In fact, they got in an altercation with uh, Jap- Japan in 2010, and cut Japan off from the uh, rare earth materials. And Japan, who made a lot of electronic devices at that time, industries basically shut down. So what we realized was China was going to use this as leverage to uh, strengthen its position in the world and basically to blackmail people. Actually, in the United States, we had a company by the name of Corp. Which is now the mine that is owned by MP Materials. And China tried to buy that, and the United States refused to sell it to them. Well, over the subsequent years, uh, Molly Corp reopened. They had shut down, um, and Molly Corp reopened in 2012, but closed in 2015 because. Since China couldn't buy them, China drove the prices down so far through government subsidies and put um, Molycorp out of business. The United States, unlike China, refused to subsidize Molycorp, and so it went out of business. It was then bought um, in, I believe it was 2017, by MP Materials. Now, MP Materials is a little bit of a a squirrely kind of situation. They can mine it, but they can't refine it. They have not gotten the refinery back up, so they have to literally ship everything they make to China to, to, for them to extract these rare earth materials and refine them and, and put them in sellable form. And they then ship them back to the United States and the United States sells them. so Or I should say MP Materials does. So what we then saw was a very strong first quarter from MP Materials this year. Uh, first quarter showed a, a massive increase in their balance sheet, uh, they have one point eight, one point eight, one point one eight billion dollars on their on their balance sheet, and this is in great part because their sales or their revenues increased by one hundred and thirty two percent year to year in the first quarter of twenty twenty one. Now, why is that? Well. The price of rare earth materials went up substantially, 132%, as a result of rarity. Is this an anomaly? Is this because of the coronavirus? Is this similar to the prices of lumber and the prices of copper and PVC in the construction industry? And will the prices come back down after the virus is over? I don't know. We don't know. I suspect, though, that where since they are dealing in the EV, the wind turbine, um, the device business, the defense business, these are three industries that are growing substantially. As an example, uh, last year there were um, electric vehicles; there were three point one million of them sold in the in the world. Uh, that is projected to triple by twenty. 25. So we can then thus look at that one-third part of MP materials and say their business is going to triple. And if there is a limited source of these materials, there could remain a scarcity and this price increase that they saw the first quarter this year could become the established price. And as the demand increases more and more, as we get more electronic devices, more electric cars, more wind turbines, the price could go up even higher. So I'm looking at this and saying with $1.18 billion on their books, they've got a few years in front of them. Now, stage two of their development is that they are developing the ability here in the United States, there at the California site, to refine their their uh product their their rare earth materials at the same time china is showing a tendency to pull back and because mining is a dirty industry uh and leaves a lot of residue behind china is moving their manufacturing or their their mining to more rural areas and getting them away from their po- urban population so i'm see you're seeing maybe China backing off on their massive growth potential as they are seeing that other countries are stepping in and saying, no, you're not going to bully us out of this. You're not going to use this as a weapon against us, as they did in Japan in 2010, and as they attempted to do by pushing the prices down and bankrupting Mali Corp. So, I think we have some, some good opportunities here, <clears throat> and we should see some rise in this stock price. What are, my, what are my anticipated price? I think it's a 3Xer. I think at selling today at $26.50, I, I, I do not see any real problem in it going to uh, $75 a share But before 2025, in fact, I would say that the fair price on it, it is suppressed right now, and it dropped from $52 to $26, so it dropped 50%. I think based on its first, first quarter performance, its fair price right now is $40 a share, so I'm going to be anxious to pick it up in the 26s because I think the real price uh, of this three years from now, uh, or five years from now, eh, I think I said 2025. I think the price is probably closer to $120 a share. So this is a, a. as I said, I have 500 shares on my books at this point. Uh, I intend to probably increase that to 1000 shares. That would give me somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, um, I guess 26000 twenty six to, uh, tw- to $30,000 invested in it. And I and I believe this is a, a no-brainer for me. I, I encourage you to do your research, look into it, you come to your conclusions, read the history of this whole ele- rare earth elements uh uh area and how molly corp grew i actually owned molly corp i think it was back in the early 90s because i recognized this was going to be a growing part what i didn't recognize and i got out of it before it happened that china was going to be so aggressive and and put them out of business because that's exactly what they did and you need to know that that when when um MP Materials moved in and bought the bank bought Molly Corp out of bankruptcy. They bought it for pennies on the dollar. So this all only adds to my commitment that they're in a strong position to capture this opportunity. That is going to be a very important part of um, several industries. And as as these rare earth elements find more and more applications. Uh, I, I think this is a no-brainer, and that's where I'm going with it. So that's how I'm at this point. And again, I need to emphasize, this is predicated upon the my belief. We went through a roll away from tech uh, starting in late February. And I think we're going to come back to it because I think the world is just going to wake up and see this is not a, a normal cycle in the business cycle. This is a recognition that technology is going to change our world so dramatically as a result of this corona crisis, as a change in our health care as a recognition that we have to have our own supply chain. We have to be manufacturing and producing products that we need to subsidize our, or to sustain our economy. We need to have them here in the United States. So that's why I'm in biotech. That's why I'm into um, MP materials. That's why I'm into robotics and, um, and, and, and electric vehicles. And 3D printing. So that's what I'm all about. That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, if you want to get some more details on this, go to Best of Us Investors, join us at our Discord, and we'll share more materials with you. I also wanted to emphasize, I'm in, we're in Panama City, Florida now. We're moving to Jackal Island. We're on our way to Savannah, Georgia. Um, and uh, is that right, Savannah, Georgia? Yes. And um, so I have, and you need to be aware of, I'm moving from hotel to hotel. So it's very important that my laptop is secure. So I am using uh, I believe it's called Shark Guard. You'll see it down our Surf Shark. Surfshark. Um, it's a VPN. Uh, that protects my computer, so or protects actually my bank accounts and my, my uh, securities accounts, my brokerage accounts, and makes my, my um, computer unhackable. Look in the uh, description for it, and I've negotiated a substantial discount and some free months. Look into it. If you're going to be on the road like I am uh, for the next, I guess, week, um, you need this. Okay, I'll talk to you later.